0: my bones <laughs> break me timbers bass in the boat in all that quivers
1: thank you Mick Renwick
0: we are here to instigate the bass fishing galaxy
2: You know, I was talking to Tony Iommi <laughs> he just says the uh, bass fishing we're just call it the wizard it's just fill really these people up
0: wizard dude Sharon? that's the bass fishing wizard that's Ozzy. He, did you know Ozzy bass fishes? I did not know what. That. Yeah, Ozzy actually does not bass fish. That's something <laughs> that I. T- that's completely true. He bat, in the first. He part. bat fishes. He bat fishes. What <laughs> what I knew that. Uh... JP got jokes. Where's our studio audience? Oh you, JP got jokes. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, that's terrible. That's how you do a bass fishing wizardry show.
1: Did you know dare? that uh, Richard Simmons bass fishes?
0: He fish with uh, Ike Linder. Yeah, Ike From Linder. the Ike Linder Live show. I Ike know Mike, that guy. Ike Mike and Ellie? Yes. He yeah. was He was on that show, the Bri- the Brian the Carpenter show.
1: He was on uh, a show with Al Linder, though. It did. My happen. boss is a Brian Carpenter, Gingy's watching too.
0: hockey. Our Blackhawks are on the hockey screen right Yay now. go Hawks. This is phenomenal. So we're filling up time with this uh, Bass Fishing Podcast. But it's case. filling up time with a purpose, Pat. Yeah, it's a purpose. You know what my special purpose is? Mm. <laughs> you know now, what, what did you
2: tell me just before tell we me, got man, on the air? Yes. Tell me, Maven that's Johnson. how you do it. Oh, I, I, I'm oh, giving you lessons. I'm oh, giving you lessons. So I can't say. No, you don't say. You innuendize.
0: Oh, you 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 innuendize. innuendizes. Or just
2: make up words as they come to you. <laughs>
0: it's asparillas. Yes. What is sarsaparilla?
2: It's a uh, root flavored drink similar to root beer. But what's
1: the difference? I believe you, you have to have a mustache to drink Sasper yes. Yeah, so, and JP, you do. You
0: and JP have to sta- yeah. and Larry. That's right. All you guys have mustaches. You're all in the uh in the men's facial. The you know what? So, if you have
1: a beard and a mustache, I don't think you can say you have a mustache. That's like a chicken in a bread pan picking out dough. Right. You know what I mean? Like having just a mustache is a full commitment. Like a beard with a mustache that's just laziness. I Not. can't wait till next
0: Wednesday night when everyone can see um how full and lustrous it might it might not be there it might not make it
3: really you might J.P.?
1: It's I think you should keep it at least I, through the summer.
3: You're very Shaw Grigsby-esque. I'm catching some Do you know, slack. Is any very Grigsby-esque over there? Who you oh my you catching some golly. slack from? Your dad? Eh, Say you big old pig. Son,
2: when are you going to shave that thing?
3: The ladies, you
2: know. The oh. One. oh. A big oh. Actually, I don't know any, but it's... Well... P-
0: they love his lovely
1: facial lumps.
2: His lumps.
0: His <laughs> lovely JP humps.
2: That's acne, thanks.
1: <laughs> you know, the mustache will actually block your lower lip from the sun. So you got that. And it's <laughs> better
0: for sight fishing, too. because so you can sight fish... The mustache blocks the uh, ultraviolet I don't rays, like, I don't like this polarizing conversation. the effect. Yeah. It's, it takes away the glare. Yes, right? yeah. so
3: well, you can catch more fish. I'm with you. And I'm and with you. i with the tree line. will at least keep it through the spawn, then. Andy yeah.
2: is a pale yeah. ginger. How do you feel about all this? Can I have another oat soda, Gary? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Ginge, who's winning the Hawks game? Nobody. There's nobody winning. It's who's zero winning?
1: Zero. <laughs>
0: zero. Bobby and Bruce Bergeron <laughs> are at the Hawks game tonight. Oh, how nice. Yeah.
2: How nice. They're hawking it up. How <laughs> nice. Bobby and uh, Bruce Bergeron... Uh, Owning the studio here. Yes. Right? Yeah. There we go. We Straight are in the Studios. We are. Broadcasting uh,
0: live, not live on our new podcast. And basically, we were getting to the story that uh, what we're doing is we uh, have some extra time on the old iTunes, on the Buzzsprout, and on the Google Play Music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, uh, we're filling up with uh, nonsensical maniacy that we like to call uh, Straight cast B-Side Circus. Our Straight cast Circus B-Sides. <laughs> yes. And we talk about whatever we want to talk about, and we talk a
2: lot. And we allow Pat to just make things up.
0: And that's all I'm going to do on these shows.
2: And humor him.
0: Make up stupid stuff all the time. So, That's what I'm good for. And why not? Ryan,
1: do you have anything going on that you'd like to talk about bass fishing? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, actually. Uh, I've been getting really into this micro jig thing. I know you are. (laughs) It's it's really fun actually. And <laughs> the difference between a micro jig and a regular
0: jig is a micro jig is much, much smaller.
1: Well if you compare it yes. to to tiny a, Irish a, a hot wheels yes. a hot wheels to a micro machine. You know, yeah, for the nineties kids. Uh, or a, a tiny mighty mo. A tiny mighty mo. And uh, yeah, but I mean yeah. we're talking like not you know, a lot of people look at the quarter ounce jig that we make and say oh it's a micro That's jig. That's a crappie jig. That is not correct. A sixteenth ounce jig. I believe it's got to be under an eighth ounce to be called a micro jig. I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm with you there. So I've been throwing the sixteenth ounce one. I've been tying, and it's it's awesome.
0: Is it a tightrope one? found at tightropefishing.com? Did you say tightrope? It's a tightrope. Tightrope. It is a tightrope. shipping my ropes on a tightrope.
2: Tightrope fishing is. Sorry, I'm not home right now. I'm walking on
0: a
1: spider web. It is a unreleased one. There's some other ones out there on the market too. Three words for you, Pat. <laughs> but yeah, we've, that's that's what I've been doing with this Earth, whole February wind, fishing fire. This...
2: So uh, for for the uh, for the undereducated fisher person like myself, yes. Uh, Hopefully, there's none why, of them listening. Why, well, we would hope there would because everybody can learn something <laughs> from Ryan Whitaker and Pat and Pat Renwick. Pat and everybody Pat Hattaker, else, Pat and Andy and JP, Pat the Wenwick. I can count a potato. <laughs> Ooh, a wed woes. Pat the Wenwick. Um, what's uh, b- b- besides gotta the obvious physical difference? Yeah, he's gonna sing. Why? Uh, why a sixteenth ounce uh, jig versus a <clears throat> eighth ounce jig or a one ounce jig?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked, Larry. I, see, I got a good answer. Funny ass, see. It's we but keep no, this honestly, shit going. can I All talk Rod the
0: rest of the night? See, the
1: thing, the, the the thing that I've noticed that's made this so effective <laughs> is that when you throw a little bit heavier jig, especially <laughs> early in the season like this. I just spilled. are you spilling? I oh my god, this is the second time on two shows. Did you say that um, fighter again? But no. So so what? What I'm really liking about it is if you throw if I throw an eighth ounce or even a six t- a three and you get that you know that dying uh, that dead slimy scum that's all over the rocks that JP and I in were the early spring the other day, yeah, mm. yeah. You know you it's try not. to throw a crankbait and it comes back like a sea monster. Yes. So Grr. if you have that heavier bait on the bottom. It's picking it up. This 16th ounce is so light, and with the skirt, it just it doesn't dig into it. So you can bring that thing back clean, and you can work it effectively on the bottom, which there's some, I mean, it's almost impossible to find something other than like a drop shot that you can present on the bottom and not get the sea monster, not get all that slime all over your bait. So hmm, the 16th Clint ounce Seaman. will, well, yeah, Clint Seaman. What? He won the jigs. <laughs> he won the jigs. But, uh, yeah, that that's what's been uh, so effective about it. I can just drag that thing super slow, and it doesn't get fouled, and it catches fish.
0: It is, and it, and a lot of people don't like to talk about it, so it's actually pretty cool that you did talk about it. Um, a lot of people... No, seriously, <laughs> fast many people that, don't talk You, you know, about Ryan, tell me about your micro jig. <laughs> some, some do. Um, <laughs> what does your micro jig mean
2: to you, Ryan? Well, my father <laughs> and, used to yell at me when I urinated as a child.
1: Yes. Oh. Larry. <laughs> um But no, yeah, it's it's fun. You get the, I mean, the light line that you have to have to be able to cast the thing is just a plus. You know, when you got finicky cold water bass, light line always helps. It'll help you get it out there, and uh, you know, it's when you're just farting around early season. Trying to catch a fish, it's fun to wrestle a five, six-pounder on five-pound sets. A- absolutely. Wow. You I think it, it's fun.
0: You caught a Choo Choo Snug and Fatty Magoose, lubber Slubber gullion on a micro jig the other day. How
1: big was that fish? I caught a five-pounder with an eight-pound head. Yeah, it looked like a <laughs> BEMF. That's what it was. It did. It, 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 really like like it. it looked like a BEMF. It looked like about an eight, and it just didn't have it, no girth. Do you, do you know, know why Popeye likes spinach? Uh, why?
0: JP, do you? It taste good? You're right. So, what about that fish? It had an eight pound head.
3: Is that what
1: you're yeah. getting at? Yes, okay. it had an eight pound head. And then, you know, of course, I catch another one that had a a oh. three pound head with a four pound body. Oh, Pat, but
2: you and your anti jokes.
1: <laughs> they just don't. They don't come together for me all the time. Garshkalivsky. It was a big fish.
2: It was super ugly, though. It
1: was. Wow. It was the. Uh, it had it like hitties. the eyes were like
2: going in. Really? Yeah. You know, not good. Was yeah. it like one of those supervisors with the goofy eye? He tells. Uh, somebody go get a screwdriver, and five people jump to go get it. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. About that
0: memo. Yeah. Yeah. Spinach I, tastes good. It does. If you, That's I why like, Popeye likes spinach. I, I, actually, it's horrible.
1: I used to come it's home after it's I, green. Green for you. JP probably remembers this. I used to come home after nights of uh, <laughs> of uh, putting back <laughs> some beverages <laughs> and just eat <eating laughs> handfuls of spinach. Of I stage. like raw spinach. That's what I, I, I like was doing. Did you
2: and JP live together at no, one point? I just Is told him about it. and He oh, thought okay. I
1: was weird for a while. Well, well probably still does. That's was why it? you have a, a lush,
2: lustrous beard. That's why we love
1: you. Yeah, spinach yeah. makes a beard grow uh, fond. But what does it do for your? Uh, I, I, I just I, call him a hipster. <laughs> That's, <laughs> what does That's weird. You spinach. What did that extra iron grow fonder?
2: What did that extra iron do for your hangover, though? Iron. The iron. What New from Apple, from a, the Iron. Hey, you know
1: what? It was fantastic. Big glass of water, huge handful of spinach. Hey, you and know who else doesn't bass fish? L. Ron Hubbard.
2: You know that's why? True. Yeah. Because he's dead. Oh, is he? Yeah. He
0: scientology his way into yeah, another Z- galaxy? Yeah,
2: Zenu came and got him. And you thought,
1: know who else didn't fish? Was uh, who Tom Who didn't bass fish was uh, uh, Calvin Coolidge. Really? Actually, a trout fisherman. Yes. He was paralyzed, oh, yes. though. He was in Which a wheelchair. Which is basically chair. like not fishing. After his stroke. Yeah, Calvin Coolidge was in a wheelchair.
0: Mm-hmm. And they named the teddy bear after him, actually. That's not true. All right, guys, what are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about fishing. Who's
2: hey, L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> Damn you, Obama!
0: <laughs> he invented John Travolta,
2: jerk! Did yeah, Elron Hubbard uh, was the founder of Scientology? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> hey, Pat!
3: What, God, he doesn't even know. I like what <laughs> Pat's, have you been? Uh, Pat's reasoning is way better. <laughs> what have you been? <laughs> he invented John um... Travolta. Well, Pat's jerk. Just full of knowledge, isn't he?
0: I'm I'm a plethora of knowledge. Can't believe I didn't know, know that. i just use the biggest words that I can on podcasts.
2: Tell I, me, you Pat. know what? I think that might be a goal tonight. Let's well, see posthumously, you I
0: think that um, most
2: people. Um, uh, bass fish from the dead. Well, according to my careful prosthesis, Pat. Yes. it seems that elementary, my dear. Lawrence. The micro jig's the way to go.
0: Micro jig is
1: an unsung hero of the jig world.
2: Now, is the, the micro jig? Is that something new?
1: It's it's uh, it's. I wouldn't say it's new. It's gotten more popular over the last few years, but mm-hmm. um, in Japan, it's been a big thing for a long time because there's 80 guys fishing for one bass, <laughs> um, like in Japan. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's kind of taking hold here. Some some guys, are, some guys are starting to throw it. I haven't seen it really uh, play in a big tournament. I, I don't think I've ever seen it on the Bassmasters or in FLW. I could be wrong, but uh, well, they throw the hair jigs. They throw the hair. Yeah, it's yeah. a variation of a micro. The hair of the jig. Yeah. Yes.
2: Um, now you're messing with. it. But them. yeah,
1: it's basically it's basically a, a j- hair jig that's made out of silicone. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the slow fall and it's. Uh, it's it serves the same purpose. You know what
0: else is made of silicone? What is JP? that? JP, do you know? Spinach. It, uh, uh, yes, I. Uh,
3: I've heard that silicone spinach. When we were talking to Bill Lowen about the micro jigs, mm-hmm. what it, he called it a technique that I've never heard of. Any, he, I think he said Arkansas River.
1: It's a big thing. The flicky tacker. <laughs> I <laughs> beg your pardon. You don't remember
3: what he called it? He I called don't it remember something.
1: what he called it, but yeah, he he had a word for it. So apparently,
3: where, they where do it, it doesn't go all the way down in the water column, just kind of hovers yeah you just
2: kind of if a floater yeah they call it the floater something it's, like that floating fly <laughs> Speaking (laughs) of fiber and spinach. Yes. That's what makes his beard so illustrious. But it it
0: is like a technique that he he knew more about it than I And they fish it on the bluffs. Remember him talking about the bluffs? Yes.
2: And that was from the Bill Lowen interview here on Stray Casts. No, No, actually, that that was from a private conversation. It was a private conversation, not here on Stray Casts. No,
0: we we were somewhere. Maybe we were at the steak restaurant. No, we were at the Italian restaurant,
2: and Phil Hunt
0: ordered steak, and Bill Lowen told him that he was a knucklehead. For ordering steak at an, at an Italian restaurant. And he was right. Yeah, and the steak was not good. He oh, said it was the worst no, steak
1: he ever no. had. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a
2: true story. Why would you do that?
0: You know, Phil wasn't thinking. He had balsa on the brain. Oh. Phil Hunt, PH Custom Lures. Phil Hunt, lures.com.
2: There goes old balsa head. What? See
0: how I did that again, JP? Yeah,
2: nice. See how I weaved it? PH Custom Lures is a sponsor of Cast. Go to straightcast. Let's put head. the
0: power poles down. Okay, they're back up. Nee, See nee, how it stopped us instantly nee, like that? Nee, <laughs> and then we went again. We just yeah. went again with the momentum. Yes. Oh, they're down again. Hold on. You didn't
1: hear anything. Yes, because they're, they're silent.
0: silent and silent. It's
1: Pat, what have you been tricking these uh, Midwestern February bass with? You know,
0: I'm I'm going to tell you, I have not caught a fish on a jig all year. Really? I have been throwing uh, flat sides. and uh, Like and the I, haircut? I, yeah, Yeah, like a flat. No, not like a flat top. Mm. flat top living in a movie i haven't you've been <laughs> using flat tops yeah uh i've been using uh flat sided crankbaits balsa crankbaits um the quarter ounce red eye shad has been phenomenal for me this year um along with uh some square bill crankbaits and i caught a few on a spinnerbait too believe it or really? not on a war eagle yeah See, wow. i haven't pulled that off yet yeah i caught it on the old uh on the uh, 516th mcclellan but i changed the blade up to my secret uh Copper Indiana blade that I've been nursing for the last twelve years. The
1: thumper? The old thumper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get those war eagles in, I'm mm-hmm. going to go try to catch some on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, where, where where were you throwing a spinnerbait? Uh in I mean, the
0: in the stumps. In the stumps. You're in the stumps. Dude. Okay. And uh the reason I threw them is because they the bass were doing bizarro things for this unseasonably warm weather and they were actually <laughs> they were actually war, wolf packing. Um, what wolf packing bluegill? Like a one man wolf pack. Like a one man wolf pack, but there was more than one, and they were up on the bank chasing bluegill for God knows what reason on a seventy degree February day in hungry. Northwest Indiana. I mean, the bait was there so the bass were there. You know how know. we learned to catch the owl? You must watch the uh, canary. The mouse. Yes, yeah. to catch the mouse, you must watch the
3: to owl. To break the, the window, way. you must
2: watch the latch. Have you seen any clumps. of the hand in the bush? Those, those clumps of asparagus. In my hair.
3: What's that? Jake? Have you seen the asparagus clumps yet? No. no, man. That's where we were catching them early last year. That's you, right. You asparagus. were like they're they're on the asparagus. They're on the asparagus. You know what? That's I'm a sure thing, it's, though, it's some kind of plant that I should know. But
0: that is a it thing. Asparagus. It's an arrowhead. Okay. it's arrowhead grass is what it is it turns into it looks like asparagus at first yeah it cooks well with steak. It, it doesn't yes. have the head yet like
1: yeah am i really... wrong in thinking that that's that's kind of a barometer to know when those fish are setting up to spawn because i've absolutely you guys talked about it and i've noticed it as soon as those things start they get about three inches out of the water the you apex, better start flipping them
0: the apex of the system move up first on those type of areas and, and it doesn't matter if it's arrowhead or it doesn't matter if it's um uh if it's pad roots in a lot of areas what is arrowhead
1: pad? for those that don't know i'm asking for a friend well i'm probably
0: <laughs> i'm probably you want to phone a friend i'm <laughs> no.
1: uh i might be even calling it
0: the wrong thing but they end up looking like an arrow at the end and in and, and florida they 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 call them gator grass
2: there's your friend
1: uh
0: hello 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 everybody in Florida, they call them cater grass. <laughs> uh, I call them arrowhead, but it seems that it's it, they're they're indigenous to any hard bottom area. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like oh, what well, we
3: saw in Okeechobee this last week. That's where they're setting up to spawn. Just it's hard bottom. Yeah, exactly. Isolated, right. whatnot. You don't need to go to Florida. Popcorn does it in the backyard. He does. We you saw do that. It we saw that on the Cast Facebook page. I will
1: gladly be asked to leave your backyard for fishing in your pond. Oh gosh, anytime. The the thing about that, too, you know what's really cool? Back
0: to Okeechobee for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, on the last day of the tournament, I don't know if you read anything about it or saw some bass live, but um, Timmy Horton was actually, and we'll ask him next week on the show, um, but he was actually fishing eelgrass. Have you guys ever fished eelgrass? Yes. Mm-hmm. Eelgrass is one of my favorite grasses to fish. And um, I lived out in South Florida for, for about 10 years and had the opportunity to fish Lake Okeechobee, quite frequently. And the water level was actually way higher back then. I'm talking uh, um, literally 16, 18, 20 years ago, okay? And eelgrass was abundant. And what eelgrass meant is if you found good areas of eelgrass, you were going to find big fish. Um, they spawn in the holes. They spawn in the pockets. And what does eelgrass grow in? Hard bottom. Hard bottom, Sandy yeah. bottoms. Um
1: what I went to cool. school with Sandy Bottoms. Actually.
0: Sandy Bottoms is one of I my favorites. I ran into him the other day, along with Aubrey Plaza. If you check her <laughs> video that leaked off of iCloud, it's pretty cool. Oh, but yes. what what I'm getting at about the uh, holes? Oh, you uh, speaking, can't talk. Speaking about of
2: genitalia,
0: the holes in I the eelgrass. Eel <laughs> Lord help us! the uh, the The holes in the eel grass. Timmy Horton found some eelgrass. There's not a lot of eelgrass on Lake Okeechobee anymore because the water levels went down so much and it killed off most of the eelgrass. Hmm. But he was able to pinpoint an area that he knew had some fish in it and was able to ultimately win the Elite Series event. So you like
3: fishing eelgrass. My experience with eelgrass is I can't stand the stuff. But my my main experience is Mississippi River. Yes, and there's a time where it just disconnects and is just
0: floating. It's not yeah, connected to anything
3: anymore. It's well, just
0: come in at the current. That happens when people chop it up with their outboards on Okeechobee. And if you go back, like to the FLW event, um, I believe it was um, 2001, 2000. It was actually won by Kurt Lytle. Do you guys remember yes. Kurt Lytle? And he won it flipping eelgrass uh, with a with a 10 inch unnamed. Red Shad Worm, which was really a gambler 10-inch worm, because everybody knows that's what you throw in Florida. Red Shad or uh, what's the other color? June Bug. June Bug, yeah. Um, and he he was actually, the last day of the tournament, all that blown over stuff came in. That's you know, the it, best. It blew, it blew it, but it was very, it, it was hindering his progress because he was spotting holes. So basically he had to blind flip the entire, the entire day. And I'll never forget that Derby watching it. That's when Jerry... Uh, McInnes and uh, Tommy Sanders were the commentators. It was outstanding. Yes. Uh, and the, the, it was early that morning. He had just re-spooled the night before, put some fresh uh, 25-pound mono at the time before the <laughs> fluorocarbon games. Wow. A little big game. Yeah, a little big game. You're exactly right. And uh, he sets up on this giant bemoth of a bass.
2: I like bemoths. Bemoths are big. Uh, I fish with them And he didn't set his drag. Black. His
0: drag was completely loose, and it was a train wreck. But he landed the fish, but it's hysterical. I, we have to find that footage somewhere and, that is, pl- and play that it on is, our new audio show.
1: That is my favorite thing, though. Like what JP was talking about with the eelgrass getting chopped up, and you are talking about it blowing in around the lakes we fish in Wisconsin in late summer when they get those weed eaters out there and they start chopping it up. Man, whatever side of the lake the, the wind is blowing to, you're going to have <laughs> 10 to 20 foot of solid canopy. Yeah, that's that's you just go punch through it. Popcorn punching, that's what he <laughs> That is my favorite thing in the world. Popcorn punching. Yeah. But he, what's nice about
0: eelgrass when it's in its pure form. That's our Midwest mats. You can get yes. you can get lots of baits through eelgrass. hmm I mean it, it baits uh, most baits come through it relatively easy. I remember You can crank um, it. You really can. There's a time on Okeechobee and the eelgrass where and I'm gonna go way back to an old bait called a Bagley Mighty Minnow. And if any of you listening out there might know what it is, it's a it's a little balsa. Um, it's, it's like a, it, it's like all, it's not really a shad form. It's more like a fathead minnow. Okay. And it was a Fat little, heads. a little fathead, uh, a little shallow runner. And the deal was man, to work that thing through the eel grass real slow and big bass were caught on that. And what color do you think in Florida? Of course, you know, green. A, in a, in gold. A, gold
1: gold 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 shiner exactly
0: Not, gold shiner a lot of gold shiners in Florida.
1: worming it worming it they were the worming grass. the
0: crank you're exactly right ryan Whitaker. give me i'm high-fiving you on audio yeah. it's right there <laughs> um also an Red unsung hair. hero of lake okeechobee eelgrass back in the day was a bait that i turned our buddy uh ryan uh uh, Whitaker onto that guy is the uh, is the gambler ninja spin yes three blades on it no matter what and they counter rotate their tomahawk style blades uh, if any of you listening out there want to Google it Google <laughs> and gambler have any it's it's one of the i u- have a slew of them it's one of the ugliest
3: spinner baits <laughs> it really I've is ever and they have, laid my eyes
0: on it is and they have tomahawk blades they're very unique looking aren't they jp it's ugly and it, not it, and they counter rotate so no matter what type of grass you're fishing i don't care if you're fishing in hydrilla i don't care if you're fishing eelgrass i don't care if you're fishing coontail will it bust through it because dude well, one blade is always going to spin one yeah. blade will always spin at least one because they counter rotate and because there's three of them on there. It's not like, it's like a, a
1: blender with two blades. It really
0: is. It's not like a willow where a willow might just uh, – what what do you – I can't read it. Keep, keep talking. Keep I, talking. I, I, it's, like, it's not like a, a willow type triple blade spinnerbait, which we've seen many of. But that unique gambler ninja spin, boom, something's always spinning, always flashing. Right. Great. Vegetation bait That is the uh,
1: Straight cast B-side circus Tip of the week <laughs> Gambler I like that Spin Yes And if you have any And don't like them I will take them You can send them
0: to Ryan yes. At tightropefishing.com
1: Just you, go to Ryan You know
0: what I found Like, like Ralph Steiger's house. Exactly Just yes, go to Ralph <laughs> that or go, to,
1: or go to Ralph Steiger's Andy uh, uh, hey. Do you have any uh, Do you have any Ninja spins Andy's watching Aerosmith now oh. No Oh that's oh. Godzuki All right Fine. Tell us about how you learned how to swim jig down there.
0: Oh, in Florida? Yeah, that that's a pretty cool thing, actually. That, good, good topic, Andy. While yeah. we're on the, the topic, of as Okeechobee. it was almost dominating. This now, Okeechobee are you term. are you talking yeah.
1: Southern swim jigging, well, or Northern swim jigging?
0: Before before swim jigging, I mean, before your um, your Tommy Mans Tommy Mansour, Mansoor, yes, Marilyn Mansoor, Manson, Mister
1: Mississippi. Mississippi, yes, Where Tom Mansour. Who's now? the other guy? The, big the swim- other swim bag uh, guy? Twiggy well, Ramirez. besides Dan
0: Brevarni, Dan the best uh, swim jigs there are in the continent. Uh, Trent Reznor? A lot of guys on Okeechobee were actually swimming jigs, and it was kind of unheard of. And it, and it kind of happened on accident, and I know it happened to me on accident because I was like, wait a minute, these fish are hitting this jig when I'm reeling it in. Because all we knew what to do with jigs were, were to flip them, drag them, pitch them, yeah, You know, at, at targets.
1: You That's were just like a, trying to snag flip, the cricket brain, away from them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and flip, then all of a sudden, brain, you're reeling pitch, it fast. Swim. And it's, ka They're hitting the jig like So all of a sudden, they put it together, and you start actually swimming that jig. And I found a jig at the time. There were no swim jigs at the time. There were no swim jigs. So the deal was, you had to find something with a pointy head. Because everything at that time, if you think about it... How long ago was this, Pat? This would probably be 19... Uh, 19- uh, ninety six. Okay, 19, uh, you were in, 19, in your
1: early teens. Uh, no, I was.
2: He <laughs> was but a mite lad of
0: twenty eight. Yeah, ja, my daughter Jasmine was born at that time, so she was two. Yeah, so the so I was then. I was that much. I was this many, if you can see on the radio.
2: He's holding up f- five fingers.
0: But uh, most jig styles at that time were Arky style heads, yeah. and the huge jig at that time was the um Irish. What? Yeah, that's a popular one. I like that. Was the uh, um. Strike King Bootlegger, which was the predecessor to the Denny Brower, uh, what Denny Brower Pro Model flipping jig, yeah. hmm. but who again comes up with an innovative Florida design? But which bait company? Gambler and Gambler doesn't sponsor us. Let's just say, uh, you know, we 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 uh, we will we'll shamelessly say that we throw uh, dem jigs and uh, and bravarni and tightrope jigs now, and and we throw uh, War Eagle spinner baits. But at the time. Gambler came up with the ninja jig, which had a pointed head. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I remember, like they like called it talking, the ninja jig. Yeah, the ninja jig, it's a ninja wow. jig, ninja spin, ninja jig, ninja spin. And back then, early nineties, ninja I, claw, ninja craw. They had them all.
1: I recall an episode of the In Fisherman with the when the linders were with him, mm-hmm. and uh, this is like I was in my I was probably five, ten, or eleven. I was a might lender. I remember 62. seeing Al Linder, my hero. Uh Swim in a jig on an inside weed edge, and it was it was not, I was, I mean, I had never heard of it. This is like early nineties before the swim jig explosion, right? And that's and they will kind of tell what you it, that that they've been doing this forever. Yeah, and it started yeah. with grubs, right? And I mean, you'd it swim with a grubs. grub, and then they're like, hey, you just put a grub on my jig, yeah, and, <laughs> and, and swim <laughs> and it for a bigger profile. Reel it back <laughs> chocolate into yeah.
2: my peanut butter. That'll work. That it is.
1: Hey, it's a spinner bait without blades. Cool. And and it's a subtle <laughs> presentation that worked. The problem with
0: the gambler ninja jig was the way that the, uh, the line tie was um, – You got what's the, what's the line tie on a tightrope? What do you call that degree? 90. 90 degree. So this was a flat eye, which is called a what? 60. A 60 degree, and it did not behave too well in a lot of situations, and it would actually knock
1: the jig out of the fish's mouth,
0: in my opinion.
1: The flat eye doesn't come through the grass as well
0: either. You know, but the round head compensated for it somewhat, better sure. than an Arky style or the, or the Strike King bootlegger jig at the time. It's uh, a little bit of swim jig history right there. And it was done, of course. I guess you would call it southern style. It was heavy line, heavy hooks, heavy rods. A lot different than the, the northern style swim jig approach, which
2: and is the lighter wire hook. Did, did
0: this trend start in the south? I don't know. It's debatable. That's totally debatable. I mean, and there's there's um, it's Hatfields and McCoys. You know, it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, south of the Mason, north of the Mason.
1: I think it was going on everywhere there was grass.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree. There was a a select few that were doing it. Um, I discovered it on accident. uh, Thought that I invented it, and uh, come (laughs) to find out, reeling uh, your jig
3: back, yeah, one smokes it,
0: and then you go whoa. That's might it, be something. Yeah, it, yeah. exactly. Just, and, uh, that's and that's in, in our previous uh, first edition of Straight Cast B Side Circus. Uh, Ryan Whitaker described it as the puzzle, which we've heard many times in bass fishing, putting the puzzle together. And that's just that's what what um, the progress to growth in bass fishing is learning a little bit each time. And that's something that uh, is a very memorable situation in my bass fishing career it was the first time I started catching fish swimming jigs. Thank you very much, Andy. High five, audio. Right there. Yeah. back to
3: Okeechobee. Yeah. and learning stuff. I learned some stuff watching Bass Live. I've never been to Okeechobee, but now I feel like I could find a few. JP, you yeah. could. And, uh because of Bassmaster
1: Live, yeah, these things right. called shiner
3: poles okay. that Davey Height went into like extreme detail. That these yeah. are pole areas set up where guys go and catch the shiners for yes. the bait
0: store. Really? Yep. And the big bass just hover around those areas because they. They know. It's just yeah. like the trout in uh, in the northern or southern or whatever California is. Yeah, so who, fish who needs way waypoints?
3: Down. You just go, you find these white poles, and you start flipping Dude, them. Dude,
0: you don't know how many Shiny times poles. fish in Okeechobee where we would be out the day before and see guys, shiner, fishing, shiner fishermen, wrecking them. Okay? Um, not necessarily in shiner holes, as you're referring to, but just the art of shiner fishing. Uh, a lot of times they were very easy to see because they would use balloons as bobbers for these right. shiners. So you right. could see you'd see balloons right. and you knew what they were doing. And all of a sudden, um, uh, Eunice Pfeffer from um, from uh, uh, Toledo, uh, Ohio. Oh, she had, was
2: such a nice lady. Yeah,
0: she catches an eight-pound bass on a shiner. Had the best and you're and like, cookies. hey, if Eunice Pfeffer can catch them. So can I. And you go there the next day, and you, you wreck them.
2: Whatever happened to Eunice?
0: Uh, she's still on
2: Lake Okeechobee somewhere. Is she really? Yeah. Did she buy a house on the lake? <laughs> Hopefully, she's floating. Oh, well. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't
3: he say there was a lot of hard bottom around those posts? Yeah, that's, they're made with yeah. hard bottom. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like the stalks where they're yeah. spawning, but huh. it's a more of a feeding area. Yeah. Like,
1: <clears throat> what What is with that, though? I mean, that, that fit, you. you've been there. This this fishing this tournament on Okeechobee um seems super tough. I mean god the, these Florida guys Florida bass are a different animal dude. Grinding. They are a different animal. I don't get it though. So so what you're saying I've always heard that when it's tough like that if you were going to go with a guide or something they're going to throw a shiner on. And, I'm and using all my Timmy something.
0: Horton material uh,
1: prematurely. I so, like your donuts. Yeah, as <laughs> what So if you so they'll eat, they'll eat something live. They'll eat it. They'll eat a shiner but uh, they're not going to bump on your spinnerbait so much.
0: Yeah, they, they get – Florida bass, you know, they, they're, they're, they're a different strain of bass. They're moody. Yeah, no, northern strain, <laughs> they, they really are. There's northern uh, strain and southern strain, Florida Scrooge strain, whatever bass. you call them. Um, they, they freak out. You even see it when you have the um, Florida strain bass on as far north as Kentucky Lake. Yeah. They behave the same way. There's something finicky and moody about them hmm. that that weather changes a little bit, and they're like... Good
1: luck. Beep! Beep! <laughs> beep, beep! <laughs> so it's not just that uh, they're afraid of the gators. <laughs> no, they don't even care. Doesn't matter where they They are. don't care. Just, the weather
3: weather changes a little bit and they become smallmouth. Yeah.
0: I just, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. That's really strange. Yeah, any, any little bit of weather change, um, any bit of barometric pressure change, let's say that, um, especially um, sends them in one of... Two directions, but, ult- ultimate feeding frenzy or not. But you were saying it was tough.
3: I mean, there were some guys out there wrecking them. There that was always a few happens. guys wrecking them. Every elite
1: them. event. There was a few guys wrecking them, but I mean... I mean, num- they were catching numbers, just not... Numbers, yeah. Yeah, I guess those big and have- You saw what to do to catch the giant bag.
3: Right. I mean, there was a bunch of those. Hey, speaking right. of numbers,
0: what do you guys think on that Okeechobee event about Ricky Clunn? Rick, what see? happened there? I mean, Ricky Clunn... My, as, we, as we know, or if you don't know, Ricky Klun's my hero. And uh, he zeroed. Hero or zero. Hero or zero. Is that why he zeroed? Is it the mentality? Because I, the, the, there's, there's a 12-inch size limit on derbies on Okeechobee. Right. Okay. Um, we know that um, but our producer Larry over there for the audio segment of the show Hi. could go catch a 12-inch limit of fish. I would like to I, And it. I don't mean that disrespectfully to Rick Kuhn whatsoever, but well I, mean, I think I think it was know. his approach. He
3: wanted yeah. he's at a, a point in his career where it doesn't matter he don't making care. cuts. He wants zero wins. Or zero. He wins. He wants wins. Right. I
1: I, I, think, I think you're right and I think I, I don't see Rick Kuhn soaking a, a you know 7-inch zoom trick worm or whatever, out there for 10 minutes to get one 12 Dude, we saw him do it last year when he won on, uh, where did he win? In Palatka. Yeah, on the St. John's. Yeah, you know He
0: was burning that chatterbait. He was burning him on a chatterbait, chatter but if you notice, a couple of key fish came on the old, um, he was throwing a, a straight-tail uh, lucky strike worm. Right, yeah. right. And he did the dead stick it. When that wind laid down and it got tough, that was awful. Yeah, <laughs> that came through my headphones. I came, through they, the, uh, came through the
1: mic. The, the uh, thunder.
0: The
3: uh, he had to dead stick of the worm, but uh, that was also well, he, he was he, also in contention. Yeah, he so was he was on. like, okay, I'm I not going gotcha. to blow it. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. He wanted I, to yeah. hit hard, fast,
1: and get the big so bag. He, and well, he, he found them, so maybe he just didn't find them. He didn't find the ones he was looking for. Yeah, I can. And see he wasn't that. looking for a limit. He was. I was just for, curious for about it. I don't know. And I totally. That's what I think. I mean, what's up, Chinch?
3: Go ahead. I was gonna say, <laughs> do we see lakes like this that say Okeechobee? Swim jig, Senko, a punchin, and a frog dominate like that on other lakes,
0: mm-hmm. like say
3: Cherokee? What did they do? Everybody in that top ten was damn near throwing
0: a Demiki with the Demiki. I, think, I mean, is that just staples which, down there?
3: Did he not? Which just it's did just not a fall into the baby those fluke on a jig head? Yeah.
0: No, I I have a <laughs> feeling that Rick Clunn was probably winding a, a, a trickster spinnerbait. I don't know for sure, yeah. but I would imagine that he was winding a, a, a lucky strike trickster spinnerbait with you the can, Indiana blade. Like, how do you find those anymore? Either now, he's got a lot. Even Call J- him up. Yeah, James Watson. Did. Rick Clunn won't return my calls. Well. <laughs> But I do, Rick, I do if you're listening. I don't. Know. <laughs> I do feel like that win yeah, no that doubt. win
3: last year has changed him. Now yeah. he just he's going for wins now. That's it. like, yeah. That's it. It's the <laughs> point of, he he tasted the victory again. Yep. And he goes, this is all I want. And I
0: respect that. And I kind of yeah. thought that he's was He's a the superstar.
3: Deal. I mean, how superstar. much more of a legend can you be? Yeah. Not much. And he's like, I just got to win more. I got to win more than Kevin I
0: He don't need a like, check. He so, wants a trophy. So a guy that's a check casher like our buddy Bill Lowen and, and no respect. He's bill. a check smasher. He's a dude. check smasher. The guy's always cashing. You know, yeah. but that's more or less that's his mentality. He'll flat. out tell you, I got to pay the bills, mm-hmm. right?
1: Um, and he, he, he does. I mean, he had a thirteenth place. He's a he's you a know, check smasher. If he that's was a great way safe, to put it. I'd hate to see him fish for the wind. You know, like mm. he,
0: right. he, he, no. And I think them.
3: I think he did he did that this week too because he put a post up and he said, "All right, I got a check." He's like, "Now we're going for it," and he. <laughs> Almost it was did. different that last the last day. Yep, yep. I mean, maybe he just play it safe, make the top 12 cut, and then go for it. I don't know. Yeah. And
0: then hammer down in the hammer lane. Yeah. And, and it's, that,
3: all, and, it's all part and on,
1: of it, though. And on, on a lake like Okeechobee, you can do that. Like, you hear guys say that all the time. Like, you guys, now it's time to go fish for big ones. But on Okeechobee, you can really do that. This is all part of the puzzle. Like you right. say
3: putting the puzzle together. Right. This is
1: how these guys think and it, it also is their
3: job, so they do have to pay bills, but Yeah. It's part of the puzzle.
1: And and like I'm saying, like on Okeecho, you can't not many of these lakes can you say, All right, I'm gonna get a good limit and then I'm gonna go flip for a ten pounder. You know, there's not many lakes like that. So so like Bill Lowen's approach there, it's real on that lake. But when you hear these guys say that when they're fishing up, now I'm fishing for big ones. It's like if you're up north, you know a big one's four, five, and that's it's way different. You can catch fours and fives while you're fishing for a limit down there. It's like, you know, you're really it's it's more like baseball. It's like, do I need a base hit here or do I need a home run? Right. And you can actually strategically do that. You can take the big weight and flip those heavy mats and and just get the big big stick out. out Yeah, yeah. and nothing else. And that's why I like watching those Florida tournaments. That's what Horton
3: did. Horton went. I'm going. Yep. Grand slam hitting. That's all. I mean, his it. first fish every day was, what, eight and nine pounds? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a shame. That's,
3: that's outstanding. <laughs> that's more than and the limit. And imagine
1: if he put that nine-pounder in the boat that ended up shaking off. Yeah, he, he would have won it by, like, ten pounds. It would have been a landslide. You know?
0: It would have been a landslide.
1: And it, there was a lot of guys with that story, but, you know, that's, that's how it goes. That's Florida, too. That's why they call it fishing, not catching. <laughs> 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 I don't know who I was doing there. But. Do you
0: think that's a trend? Though, or is it something that we're just starting to notice more about dominating baits in a derby? What do you think, Ginge? I, I mean, what is what is that? What you were is it just to? specific, like it, Okeechobee? Do you have to go down there with those three or four baits, or you're done? Well, I think it's the right tool for the job yeah. on Okeechobee. Well, I okay. mean, like Cherokee, you it could have been. It, you could throw a variety of baits. Some of the guys were cranking. Some of the guys were throwing just a regular old jig.
1: I think. I think. Uh, I, I still think that it's the the guy that finds the special thing. Like, <clears throat> you remember in Florida a few years back when KVD won that tournament out in the middle of the lake yeah. on the throwing on the a lipless and a jerk bait, or that was yeah. actually a diamond
0: shad. It was at the a time. diamond shad, mm-hmm.
1: and then he was throwing a, a KV, the first KVD jerk bait, and uh, no, the wild one else, shiner. no one, no yeah. one, yeah, the wild shiner. Mm-hmm. No one else was out there. In the middle of the lake in Florida, nobody does that, and uh, he found that and blew it away. You know who did not no. throw the wild shiner? George Cochran.
0: He did not. He did not. He did not.
1: No, he,
0: he, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny part.
3: So speaking of JP's classic, what's the bait going to be?
0: Yeah is that a bait down is that, do- that a, 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 going to be a bait dominated derby or a
3: pattern? Is it going to be beds uh, at Conroe? Yeah. I, I I think the top guys, if they can find enough bedding fish, yeah. they'll be bedding. Fishing for betters. Do yeah. betting fish ever hold up? For yeah, three. Historically, days. not really. No, except with Rojas. Yeah, Rojas and who? The other guy in Isha Florida. Monroe. No, the Florida guy who won sure. the classic. Uh,
1: Preston Clark. Preston Clark. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That, those are all uh, betters. Edwin Avers, Florida, St. Johns River. Yeah. All betters. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it can happen. Yeah, you have. Well, you have to find the. You gotta I remember- think you have to supplement it
3: you got to remember the classic is only three days, too. It's yeah. a lot easier to find enough for three than four. Yeah,
1: 15 beds. That's got to be 15 stressful. 15 of the right though. beds, and you got it. And hope other competitors don't yeah. find them. But in. how
3: long do you give one fish? I mean, how many times do them Two guys on fish? Yeah, one hour, they're on one fish.
1: Two hours. And, yeah, I mean, in a classic. It's, it's all
3: part of the puzzle, guys. I mean, That's that is what, a mind game there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Especially it in is. a classic. I could never do it. But then what, what did I say? I, I think Combs will. Yeah, he's out cranking. Will huh? crank.
1: Yeah, those guys that those guys that will find those fish that didn't pull up yet, yeah, are gonna do well. All
3: right, I think there'll be enough that are already done. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they got to be spawning now, right? Yeah, yeah close in, to it in Tejas. Ryan, what
0: do you think about it being a uh, dock skipping tournament?
2: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm thinking um, I wish, skips
0: docks.
1: I'm thinking I wish I was in it. <laughs> it's It'd funny because fun. he's
2: a dock skipper. Yeah, it's how fun did, to do. Uh,
1: <laughs> I, I would I would absolutely love it and you know what if it is a Doc Skiffin Derby look out for Charlie Hartley yeah. oh yeah nice yeah. that's
0: the old Hartley that's his dark horse coming at you dark horse cometh <laughs> beware of the night skateboarding Charlie it's right there yep.
2: alright quick vote is this the uh, Cast B-Side Circus sure sure. alright we all agree yeah, yeah all right.
0: sounds good alright yeah sounds good yeah. to
2: me we here at Straycasts, uh would like to thank everybody for listening say good night, JP oh yeah Good night, Ryan. Good night. Good night, Patty. You, you. Good night, night, Andy. That was
0: me. Good night, Larry.
2: Thank you, and good night, Andy. Good night, John Boy. And you can catch us at StrayCast.net. Podcast can be found on iTunes, Buzzsprout, and Google Music Play. Please leave a review. We'll love you for it. Everybody.
0: Catch you live on Wednesday nights. Facebook page, StrayCast and StrayCast.net. We love you. Peace.